Welcome to Resilience Unraveled, a series of podcasts helping you produce performance on purpose. For more information, go to our site, qedod.com forward slash podcasts. We hope you enjoy today's episode. So hi, today I wanted to spend just a little bit of time, a very short podcast really, about um, what's going on in the world at the moment. So in the UK, we've gone through the whole Brexit experience. In fact, we've gone through the first stage of a very long process. And what we immediately see in the, uh, in the world is the, the absolute classic signs of change taking place. In fact, the old Kubler-Ross grief curve of, ch- of shock Denial, anger, depression, testing and acceptance with some old bargaining thrown in is absolutely in play. I'm talking to people even today and yesterday and the day before who are still really angry about the, about the place in the world that Brexit has left us in. And people are um, quite depressed and people are down and some people are up and people are excited. But what we're just seeing is change, change taking place with Brexit being the point of change. And I thought it'd just be useful just to build on a blog that um, we put together on the site qedod.com forward slash blog um, around some of these areas. And it struck me that um, there's a few te- steps you could take or a few tips that would help you perhaps take, um, give you some ways of looking after yourself. So the first thing I'd say is step one is to manage yourself. And and know that this is a period of change. Know this is a period of uncertainty. Know that there are not going to be answers for a time. Now, you have to learn to live with that. And actually, we have to learn to live with this in life. And there are some people that need this degree of certainty in their lives. They don't want to let go. They want to control everything around them, know the answers to everything. But actually, the way to control things and to know the answers to everything is to make some decisions about what you want to do. Change gives equal opportunity for opportunity as it does for threat or risk. And one of the things to think about here is, well, what do you want? What do you want out of this particular period? You can sit back and enjoy yourself moaning and whining and whinging. And actually, for some people, that's very therapeutic and makes them feel better. Or you can do something practical and tangible. One of the best ways to deal with a situation in which you're out of control is to figure out where can you be in control? What about your life you can get in control of? And so the first thing you can start to control is yourself. Allow yourself, be kind to yourself to know that you're going through some change and you might find it difficult, but also allow yourself to go through those change phases. Allow yourself to progress from one to the other and recognise in your own body and in your thinking and your emotional state that you're moving within the spheres. It's possible to be angry and very, very annoyed about something, but you have to learn to let it go and move on to the next stage, which is, well, so what am I going to do? So bringing your cognitive resources to bear is the way of dealing with your emotional states. Now, I make it sound very easy, and I recognise it's not, but I do think it's something worth thinking about. You can't stay angry, depressed, or you know, in a state of high anxiety for a long time and remain healthy. So it's about moving and taking practical action to move on. And move on doesn't necessarily moving in a particular direction, it just means moving somewhere. So the first thing you can do is get some control by deciding to avoid those sorts of people that make you unhappy or that we call toxic people. There's no such thing as a toxic person, as as a person who's exhibiting toxic behaviours. And so 
you know, if you've got people who are down and miserable and gloomy and angry and such like around you, for goodness sake, don't argue with them. Because actually you're just getting broiled into an argument you can't win. And then in a sense, what you end up doing is entrenching yourself into a position where, you know, things can only get worse for yourself. You also have to recognise that um, if you think that whether you want to leave or the remain side, you know, you might hold some strong feelings about other people. You've just got to let those go. You've got to actually accept that people make made decisions, whatever you've read in the press, about what they thought genuinely with all the resources and skills and, you know, processes available at that moment in time. And just, and just, you know, if you want to forgive people, forgive them. But you have to find a way of letting some of the poison out of your own system and able to move on. So avoid those toxic people in terms of having to engage too much with the arguments with them. If they want to fight, let them go and fight with someone else. Avoid the media, and this is one of the biggest things to be doing, the doing of, um, because actually we all know that the media do have their own vested interests, and what the media want most of all is people fighting or crying or exhibiting strong emotions. They want people to talk about who are going to make mistakes, who are going to make them you know, fall, fall on their faces. Um, the media have a vested interest in having change, and they have a vested interest in portraying change in a certain way, and you can't always trust what you read. Facebook at the moment is full of invective, it's full of people calling other people names. Avoid it. Leave it alone. Make your own choices and move on. Or if you're going to read that stuff, at least take a healthy dash of cynicism and salt, and a pinch of salt, and just say to yourself, I'm going to make my own decisions about how things are going to be. But if you listen to too many um, chat shows, you listen to too many of the comments, in the end, just get weary of it and think, you know what, it's time to move on. Because there's as equal as many opportunities as there are in change as there are risks and threats. Again, take the chance to get in control of your future. Start thinking about your life and where you want to go and start thinking, well, okay, how can I get there? Perhaps, you know, with all this opportunity going on, there's a chance to do some of the stuff I want to do. Now, if you find yourself with no money and you're worried that you might lose your job, well, it's time to start taking some action. Start cutting your costs now. Don't wait until the appropriate time. Get your CV dusted off and sorted out now. Start seizing the day. Start taking control over the things you can control and start relinquishing your worry about the things that you can't do anything about. You can't change the macroeconomic climate, but you can get your CV ready and start thinking about job hunting. You may not want to, but it's a way of getting back in control. And also start thinking about your finances. If you're short of money, start rustling up things that you can sell. I mean, you know, this is the time when people do sell things. If you've got cash, you want to buy things, it's the time to start looking, because people who want rid of stuff are, will be able to... Um, you'll be able to get better deals with because there's going to be more in the marketplace. So, you know, take control, get get a grip. I'm just conscious that I'm starting to sound a bit leave campaignish myself here with this take back control thing, but it really is the point. That's why their message was so persuasive and pervasive because it's, it is the key to resilience. Being th Thinking about your own life and dealing with the stress, the actual overwhelm of conscious negative thoughts going on around you is something you need to, to move. Um, remember, anxiety strikes you because it is the fear of the unknown. So make sure you get plenty of sleep. Make sure you eat well. I know it sounds weird to be thinking that we should be looking after ourselves, but nutritionally and physiologically, our brains need to be well um, well looked after so they have the resource to, to use and give you the amount of cognitive resource you need to be able to manage your own emotions. And get on with, get on with stuff. Do stuff. Anything you want. Take the kids out. Do more work, go for a promotion, get an extra job, take up a hobby. Just start thinking about the things to use your brain and start building up your mental and cognitive capacity.
And, um, you know, there's uh, free resources we have on our own sites. Um, we've got a qed.com, sorry, qedod.com forward slash resilience hyphen ebook hyphen wol, which is our longest um, name in the world. We have a free book, ebook that can help you. But just start thinking about how to be kind to yourself and how to move on. And I really do believe that um, um, there are whatever the situation over the longer term there will be many many opportunities for everybody to do more of what they want only if they know what it is they want and only if they're prepared to take action to get it i wish you all the best and look forward to talking to you again on the next podcast We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Resilience Unraveled helps you create performance on purpose. And you can find out more about us and resilience at qedod.com forward slash resilience. Or listen to more of our podcasts. You can also find out more about our courses, our webinars, and free resources like ebooks and paid for courses at qedod.com. Otherwise, we hope you can enjoy more of our podcasts in 